I first heard about it through a few of my friends, Brian Cushing with the Houston Texans, Keith Rivers with the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, they had told me they had been working out with Jay, and I was a little skeptical at first. I thought, how could MMA relate to football in any way? So, you know, I was very skeptical, saying, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to do it, you know, my way. It's been working. It's funny, Clay actually watched an episode of MMA Athletics, the one we did with Keith Rivers, and that night, he texted me, he said, you know what, I never understood why this would help me out as a football player, why I have to train to be a fighter, to be a football player, but after seeing Keith, I get it now. And that day, he said, the moment we're done with camp, with, with OTAs, I'm there, I'm signing up, and he's been here ever since. Hands up, hands up, hands up. Everything we do in here somehow relates to what we do on the football field, so. I came in the first day here with, with no expectations really, but just to kind of you know feel them out. And, you know, I've been loving. It. I'm finishing up my third week. Here's just double leg takedowns that we're doing with the guys. Obviously, you know that's a big move in MMA. Lowering your levels and shooting through. Same type of thing for him. One of the lowest levels, shoot through, just open his hip and get the powers out of the This is just kind of warm up. And then we're gonna put him on the bag doing it. But first, when he first came, he kind of got down about this low. Now he's able to get down low, as you see. Shoot. He lives in a violent sport. This is a violent sport. It equates. We're pushing the heck at him. We're doing an awful lot of body-on-body -body work. You know, it doesn't matter if Clay can bench press 450 pounds, he can't move me. So we're doing a lot of body-on-body -body work to really get him to understand the human body and what leverage is all about. That's going to help him. We're opening up his hips. We're getting those knees a lot stronger. We're doing a ton of the hand fighting. Clay puts his hands on me in here. I can slap away like these guys do. Or I could take my fist to my forearm. He puts it here. He has a ton of wonderful, beautiful nerves that go all the way up this forearm. He has it out here, boom! You can just whack away at somebody. It's not going to be fun. Eventually, in the third quarter, guys go, I don't want to put my hands on this guy anymore. Okay? So, you'll see how he does now. We'll warm up a little bit here, but Clay got a, a great little thump right here. I started with him using my forearm, and he was able to whack away at my forearm. Then I put a, uh, a leg pad on me, which is thin, and he started getting through that. So now, I got to put a tie pad on my arm, and believe it or not, you can see the indentation. He actually gets in in this tie pad. He does it so strongly. This saves you out tremendously. You know, you're not putting 405 on your back, squatting, put all that pressure on your back, your knees, all your joints. You know, with this right here, I feel my body transforming without using weights in ways that I haven't seen before. So I feel great about myself as far as how I'm developing. We're doing half wrestling, half striking workout with him today. This again is just strengthening his hips. Okay, we're trying to get him to roll his hips so he could use his hips as leverage to throw this bag around, then get light on his feet, then we pummel a little after, you'll see. You know, it's a different mindset, really, and I think that's what it teaches you here. These fighters, they're a different breed. You know, you think they're crazy almost, and, and you don't realize the work they put in. If you get knocked down in football, you know, that's one thing you get out. You get knocked down here, you got a guy wailing on you, it's over. You know, that, that's the fight right there, so. I think more so than anything, not only physically do you think you know you want to beat him, you know you want to get after him, but more so mentally, you know you're going to wear them down and grind them down. And, and fourth quarter overtime comes around, you're still running circles around him, and you're in the best shape of your life. I think mentally, you know, it's, it's taking us to a whole new level. We are a week and a half away from the start of training camp. Clay's in here putting this work in. Ryan Grant's in here putting this work in. These guys know it. You know they want to be the best. They got to outwork everybody. The blueprint for success is there. Walter Pate, Jerry Rice, Ray Lewis, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan. You're the best, what do they all do? What do they all have in common? They outwork the world. They put themselves past everybody else. You know, for these guys to come here and do the same thing, they say it ain't easy. It's not for everybody, but they're putting the work in. And, you know, Clay immediately has seen the benefits. Every single thing that we do with Clay Matthews in here, 
equates to something he does on the field. Everything. I've never sweat like this or worked like this before in my life, so I feel great and you know looking forward to the season coming up. Fellow teammates, welcome to another episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, 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 once again, thank you again for tuning in. I am here with, with uh, I guess, a new contact. And before I introduce him, I want to give you guys a lesson in life. Never give up. Always stay persistent. As you know, I'm working on my second book right now. And a lot of things I do is I, I go to boxing gyms, I go to dance studios, and I try to see who I can meet, see the kind of people that I can create a synergy with that has a lot of passion for what they do. And I got lucky. I'll be honest with you. I got lucky because I went into a gym and I got referred to this guy. And, you know, we connected right away. We understood what, we, what each other is trying to do. We understood the mission and the goal for just putting positivity out in the world. Uh, he's a former pro. Well, not, not former, right? He's current. <laughs> current <laughs> pro fighter. Mr. John Musclebutt Rivera. Musclebot. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, 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 yes. Mr. Musclebot Rivera, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you. No, I'm I'm, I'm thankful and I'm I'm very honored and privileged, uh, you know, just to be uh, chosen for this and, and to speak about you know our, our topics of to, uh, tonight. Well, most of most of my listeners know I'm a I'm a heavy football guy, and I didn't get on this uh, this this thinking of fighting and learning how to box. I. I that came over time. That came after I started playing. So my first question to you today is, what, what, and he played football. So what was the difference between football, learning how to be a foot, great football player, and learning uh, how to be a great fighter? <clears throat> uh, well, um, as you know, um, football is a team sport. It's not an individual sport. Um, unless you're trying to uh, excel in, in a certain position in, in football. Um, the integrity and perseverance is there as the camaraderie from your, your coaches, your different uh, special team coaches, uh, as to where a, as a fighter or as a boxer, uh, it's an individual, you know, it's in boxing, it's, it's everyone is accounted for uh, through mistakes, um, mm. through the wins, the ups mm -hmm. and downs. Um, and as an individual, uh, individuality actually in a boxing sense, it's just you, you know, mm -hmm. it's you putting in your, your personal training, um, dealing with your strength and conditioning, uh, your boxing sets, uh, from your pad work to your bag work, um, and listening truly to your, uh, coaches because their tutelage is, is very key and very defined to an individual uh, perspective. And it, it's, it's a self battle. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yes, yes it's it definitely is. A self -battle. Now, do you, do you think that a former football player coming into the, to the boxing world, do you think it's going to be hard for him, him to adjust because he's so used to having teammates around? Um, as long as they have a, a good positive mindset and understand that from 
you're not going to get as hey, you, you did great or uh you know that that was a good uh, you know let's for example for a linebacker uh mm -hmm. hey that was a great tackle oh my god it's awesome uh, or mm -hmm. if you failed uh, or you miss a tackle then you know it's like oh don't worry about it it's all right well and, and the boxing it's more critical um, mm -hmm. because in, in that sense, in that realm, it's a dangerous sport. You have to understand. And any mistakes that you do can hurt you, um, physically, mentally. Um, and in a physical standpoint is you can get hit and, you know, you can be in a sparring match and get hit, you know, by a, what we call a lucky punch or a wild punch. So it's, it's very intuitive that individuals stay uh, very focused and understand the transition from a team uh, perspective to an individual uh, perspective. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because that kind of leads me into my next question. Uh, you, along with several other trainers that I've reached out to, have told me that the most important move in boxing is the pivot foot. Can you just sort of explain uh, to the teammates of people why how that pivot foot transitions, you know, what, why is that move so important? Well, first of all, your pivot foot helps you uh, offensively and def defensively. Uh, and, and the key focus is if you're not able to get or, or move in angles, and, and that's one thing, boxing is about angles. If you don't cut your, that corner at, at a correct angle, you get knocked out. Um, and also it helps you endure the, the, when you're getting hit um, to your power, power shots. Um, if you don't have that right footage or that right leaf pivot foot, for me, I was an Orthodox and um, I've been always Orthodox for, for many, 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 many years until 2007 when I came down here to South Florida and I was switched to a South Pole. Um, and ever since I've stayed South Pole, uh, it just, I've learned how to use that my main pivot foot uh, defensively and how to counter. And countering and, and boxing is very key. Your drills, uh, it, it helps you with the speed, uh, stability, um, and again, your power shots. So it, it's almost like, you know, I'm, as, as you're talking, I was picturing a, a quarterback in the pocket. You know, mm -hmm. and if he stays on the composure, if his footwork is right, he can move left, move right, and there's just those counters. His shoulders are moving, and he's not going to be rattled. All right? And that, that kind of leads me into my, my next question, because what – and I used, to, I used to scout – right out of college, I was a scout. I was just a scout for a, a scouting company named NSR, and I would go and I would watch games. And the one thing that I looked for in quarterbacks is his composure. You know, if you're in the pocket – and is the pocket starts breaking down, do you start crumbling or do you start getting worried about getting sacked? So what I want to ask you is, as a fighter, how would it help? And we're, I know we're talking football, but I'm, you know, I'm including all sports in this question. If you're a mm -hmm. listener and you're not just a football guy, you can still get something from this answer. How does it help a kid's mindset? You know what I'm saying? So just if you want to use the example of a quarterback, if I'm in the pocket and I have a right mindset, I'm not going to start to tuck the ball too early because I'm afraid of getting sacked. I'm going to stand in the pocket, throw a good pass, and know I'm going to get hit. You know what I'm saying? So talk <laughs> right, to right. a little bit about how the, the mindset of a fighter helps with other sports. 
Well, for one, it, it's uh, as a as a boxer, and I'll take it back as a football player. Um, mm -hmm. I was a quarterback. I was the shortest quarterback at at five six. Um, All right, you guys hear that teammate's heart? Five six, brother. <laughs> uh, five six. Uh, I was soaking wet. I was lucky. At 100, um, I weighed 126, 130 pounds, but I was quick. Um, and, you know, trying to silver my linemen, it, it was very hard. <laughs> and uh, it was a task. It, it was a task because my guys were like five, you know, five ten. Again, I I'm, I'm, was only five six. So um, with that, it, it's keeping a, a good discipline, remaining calm mm -hmm. during, a, during duress. Because if you're under duress and a great deal of strain, you're not going to be able to focus. You're not going to be able to see – um, you know, your, your wide receivers being open. Are you just going to see just a, a bunch of linemen or a cornerback trying to sneak in, or mm -hmm. you got a front, um, someone just trying to take you out because if you're good and, and you're quick in that pocket and mm -hmm. you scramble, you know, what's going to happen? They want to stop your running game. So with that mm -hmm. entail is having, being focused, and having a, a true discipline within yourself and being confident. Um, being confident is, look, I see these guys going, but I'm going to get, I, I, I see my wide receiver open and I'm going to get this pass and we're going to get this touchdown. Mm-hmm. Now. Well, you're a, you're a Philly man. And I remember when um, <laughs> Donovan McNabb, I remember when he was just, you know, just all the buzz was around him. Yes. And he immediately told people, I want to be known as a pocket passer. He Correct. did not want to be known as that guy that's scrambling. I remember like years ago, I was like, is he crazy? If you got speed, dog, use it. And, and this is the point I'm trying to get to you guys is that he said that for a reason. Now, as I grew up, I understood exactly why he was saying that. Because when you start being that scrambling guy, you're costing your team. He just Correct. said it. You don't have a run game. There's a reason Cam Newton got let go. Because when you can't stand in the pocket, be present, it hurts the overall offensive scheme. And it's the same way, you know, in fighting. Is your mindset got to be, I could take a punch. I don't care. I could take hits. Mm -hmm. So I, I get so passionate when I hear people talk about this because I love the way it translates. I love the way it translates, not only physically, but mentally. And that's the most important thing. You know, and, and, <laughs> and just as a, as a boxing sense, uh, you know, we all get hit. You have to uh, get hit to hit. Uh, oh, yes. And it, oh, there, yes. There isn't no one out there in, in the sport of boxing that, Never took, you know, several shots, lucky shots. Um, but again, we get ahead of our head game and we don't do what we were trained to do at times because we get, we let our emotions. And when you let your emotions getting involved, your head game gets involved. So with that, you have to be focused, uh, calm, um, and be outside of the realm of the actual situation as there's something I always said is if you're in the forest, you can't see anything. So you need to step out of yourself for one, you know, a split second to see what your coaches are telling you, what they're yelling at you for you to see because of a split second, it could automatically be taken away. Mm -hmm. Teammates, please, please. I hope you pulled your pens out. I hope you're taking notes on this. This is, these are some, gems that are being dropped on you right now gems and uh you know i i asked you this yesterday and i think you gave me a real really a lot to think about all right <laughs> when it comes to anger 
anger in this game. And, you know, again, for me as a football guy, I thought anger was a positive thing. I thought it was something that was good as long as it could be controlled. And, you know, being, ang being an angry football player sometimes is, is what we look for. And teammates, he kind of made me think about it a little bit because I figured that that's what a fighter should be. So my next question to you, John, is what role does anger play in fighting? And what, what, how angry – you're just going a little bit about what anger means to fighting. Bro, uh, it's, it's something that you really don't want to do. Um, wow. Again, you're talking about being, having a cloud of judgment. Um, <laughs> if you let your emotions rule your fight game during a fight, prepare to lose. It's because it will decrease your stamina. It will decrease your mindset of proper techniques, proper focus of, of your power punches, your slips, your up and overs. And defensively, your mindset is not going to be there. You will not, be you will not properly defend yourself. Because it's your, you cloud your judgment. If you cloud your judgment, guys, um, anything can happen in any given, in, in any given moment. And I've never, to this day, lost an, uh, fought in anger. Um, it was a situation where I got myself into, and I had to evade, and, and I had to, you know, I had to run away from one of my opponents, and. The reason why he saw this when he caught me and he chased me down. But I came back on, on the third round and I was very calm, collective, got smacked upside the head by my coach. I says, what are you doing? Uh, and yes, we're going to say, yeah, I'm going to kill him. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm rip his head off. Well, it's good for uh, a, a positive mindset being positive and being confident about yourself, but having that anger or that clouded judgment, no, I, I do not agree upon it. Um, it's very dangerous because again, it, you can hurt yourself and get hit with something that you didn't see coming and it could be a fatality. So what, what did you mean that when you had to run away? Like, what happened in the first two rounds? Well, uh, it, was, it, was a personal, uh, it was a personal thing between me and one of my opponents. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, I just wanted to rip his head off. And uh, it, it was a personal, it was something he said about a family member. And oh, man, I just crossed saw, the line. He crossed the line. Yeah, Correct. And, but the thing the line, is, it, it was all emotions being involved in, in the fight, which... You know, I was just going, I was throwing nothing but power punches um, and everything was full power. I was getting hit. I was in bobbing. I was in weaving I, I, and I was in movement, working angles. I was just coming straight forward. So they saw uh, yeah, this. So you were running right into the hits. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't care. So that's something that no, 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 you can't do that. Because again, mm. it doesn't, not, it doesn't matter of how powerful the punch is, mm -hmm. is how the punch hits you. Because again, it, it's, everyone thinks power punches are, are, are easy knockouts, not necessarily. You can have a, a, a bad uh, head movement or a, pat, a bad uh, misjudged pivot and you're a lucky shot. It doesn't have to be powerful to get knocked out or you know, severely, in, you know, fatally injured. Wow, wow. You see, I mean, again, you, 
teaching me a whole lot, man. Teaching me a whole lot about this. Now, because of that, our motivation, whether you're a boxer, whether you're playing any other sport, the motivation has to be something different, guys. It, it can't be, I just want to beat this opponent. You got to be, something has to be driving you that's pure. Well, here's, that, another, here, yeah, here's, right. here's something else as a football player. Um, it's, let's say you're a lineman and, and you're trying to shut down a running game or you're trying to shut down that pass game. It's, you know, you're blocked. Okay, they can play man to man, they can play zone, but whatever you're trying, you can't get through. And you build yourself up to like having building so much emotion within yourself and, and in a negative sense. Guess mm -hmm. what? You can go ahead, pivot, shoot through across that line without seeing someone who's coming across the field towards you to block you. And guess what? They caught your knee at the wrong angle, now you're out for several games or your total football career has just ended before you even got started. So being confident, great, awesome. But uh, being confident within yourself that we're gonna win this, I'm gonna do this, and great. But if you cloud your judgment and, as a negative sense with anger, no, I, I refrain from that. I advise don't do it because, again, cloud is like an ocean. It's better to have a nice, cool, uh, cool waves instead of having rough seas. If you have these hard, uh, hot tidal waves coming down, guess what? That's your mind. You're not going to be able to smooth sail through these rocky waters. So with the boxing and for football, have a clear conscience, have a clear mindset, have a game, game plan, follow through that game plan, listen, and exceed. Now, how does, how does one attain that, that confidence, though? You know, because it can be deceiving. You know, someone <laughs> can run around, rah, 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 yeah, I can kick your ass on this, on that. What's the difference between someone who's just, you know, loud versus someone who's confident? You feel me? <laughs> well, I, I, I've dealt with those issues uh, personally. Um, I, I'm just a very confident individual. I've been in the martial arts for over 47 years still. Been fighting for 29 years still. Um, so I, I've dealt with individuals as, as for my height statute at 5'6". I, I fought at 135, 45, 145, 155, 165. I'm uh, sorry, 165, 55, 45, and 35. And I was about to go down and drop down to 125. So, but at these other weights, these higher weights, I was dealing with individuals that minimal height um, measurements were at 5'9 and above. So I fought guys 6'2. So with that in itself, yeah, I'm like, I'm getting hit, but I had to learn how to work and stay focused in my fight game to be working more on my angles, being defensive, mm -hmm. but yet being open-minded of what's being, op what's, what, what hole is he leaving open? Okay. 
because if you don't see that and if you got okay i can't i can't get in i can't do this damn okay he caught me with that uh jab cross hook all right all right all right what can i do what can i do damn he got some long arms <coughs> well automatically right there you can't think about that mm -hmm. you can't focus on that oh i can't get i can't get in i can't no as a negative i will i will attain i will do my best i'm mm -hmm. here for a reason and you go ahead and push forward for that momentum now when we were talking about that uh that you know adversity of okay being confident and loud and loud it's something that you have to find within yourself ah yes exactly. it's a special <laughs> gift that i cannot put into you i cannot entail that seed i can show you the the beautifulness and the beauty of being focused and being positive now but the other end being overconfident that's when we get you know have what you just stated is saying oh i'm gonna rip your head off oh come here boy like oh, remember mr t come here boy I yeah that's, i think that's okay. the image a lot of people have about fighting <laughs> well it's well, you know, uh, proof is in the pudding when you get in the cage or in the ring. Yeah. So uh, uh, I pity food. No, I pity you. And here's a perfect. <laughs> in here, true story. I have one of my fighters. He's been trained. He trained for me for about six months. Um, fought someone, and he lost. But here, come to find out that the guy that he was training, I mean, he was fighting against. Heck, was been doing this for over 10 years. And the guy I was training for six months, he felt, he, he was like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I says, look, don't worry about that. Right now, learn the skills. Listen to what I have to say. Follow our game plan and you'll be okay. Watch what's going to happen. Okay. He did this. He confided in me, and again, yes, he lost. But the crowd knew who won that fight. Mm -hmm. And the guy who's been training for 10 years came to him and says, how long have you been training? He says, I've only been training for six months. And I says, that's your coach? I says, yeah. God, I wish he was my coach. Wow. Now, six months thereafter. Now we're talking about a year. Mm -hmm. with me, I pushed him, and he was the first fighter ever, and, and within a year to ever win a world title under me. Wow. So it's, you know, the anger, nah. Mm -hmm. Being confident, yes, it, it is there. You're gonna get it. Being overconfident, and and thinking that you're 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 gonna rip everyone's head off, sorry, it doesn't go that way. And also with that, again, like I said, you're gonna lose your stamina. Everything that you, you've been training, you've been having a fight camp from three to six months. All that running cardio, you just lost it within the first first minute. Mm -hmm. You're 
your fight plan, if you're a counter guy, guess what? It's not going to happen. Why? You let your mound get uh, judged. And you can't right. do that. And that, well, that kind of leads into my final question because what what we're saying is we have to be driven by something other than rage. And my whole mission, my whole goal, my point of having you on is how do we take this to the youth? How do we take this to the kids today? Because nowadays, and I just had this conversation yesterday, we have a generation of kids who are hiding behind their technological devices. They're hiding behind Facebook, they're hiding behind Instagram, and we're starving for human to human connection, at least in my opinion, in, in terms of the way we grew up. What would be your, your best advice to the less fortunate young people that need to get a hold of what you're saying from the standpoint of confidence is from within. Confidence is not from without. It's not about how you are perceived by anyone else. If you have a dream, that dream can be fulfilled if you believe. Believe the unachievable and you're able to achieve the unachievable. You know, I, 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 I come from, you know, I grew up in a very unfortunate uh, household. Um, low income, didn't have much as growing up, but I had a dream. Just like Martin Luther King uh, said, you know, I have a dream. And, well, and so as you're, as you're coming up through these struggles, it's the dream that, that kept you going, right? It had nothing to do with no one else, right? It was correct, everything correct. in your, your own, this is what I said I'm going to do. I put in the work. I know I could do it. So regardless of who's side of me or an opponent, correct. win, lose, or draw, I have the dream. Correct. And you, have, and you have to have that dream, but with that dream comes sacrifice. Right. And that sacrifice, some uh, understand what sacrifice is and know what sacrifice, um, how to deal with sacrifice. Or, uh, and, and, and being a sacrificial straw dog, and this is something with, with our, my attorney, uh, Chinese terminologies, um, you got to absorb and expand and be like a bellow. What that saying is, no matter what someone may, uh, if someone transcends against you, transgresses against you, and says that you'll never amount to anything, uh, you'll never be a boxer, you'll never be uh, a, 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 a football player, you'll never make it in the NFL. Well, guess what? Who are they to judge who you're going to be? As long as you have that mindset and say to yourself, and keep saying it to yourself each and every day, I'm going to make it. I'm going to be someone. I'm going to be that. I'm going to be in the NFL. I'm going to be a a boxer, whether you're amateur or a student or a professional. But as long the could have, the would have, and I did it, have been accomplished. Wow. Wow. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I, I don't even know. I, I need a second with that. Because, I mean, that, that's so – it's profound from the standpoint of I hope listeners, I hope the people that are listening in are thinking of what they can tell these young people. Because it's such a distracting world right now to where this particular activity – this is why I dove so 
I got so into this activity because it gets you to put the phone down, put the phone down, and you actually take action. All Correct. Right? Correct. I, if, if I'm saying I want to be in the NFL, I can't be on Instagram all day. I can't. I got to put that phone down and I got to make sure I'm doing every little thing I can do to gain that edge. Everything I could do. If it means buying some lessons, taking some lessons in boxing, I'm going to do it. I got to do it. It's just one of those things where I can't just be running around talking about what I want to do. And Correct. teammates, trust me. <laughs> Me and Mr. John can talk for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. So I, won't, I won't do it to you. Um, the, before we close, though, I, I have a little activity for you, John. Uh, I, have four, I came up with four words. I'm going to say these four words, and I want you to say the first thing that comes to mind when I say these four words. Cool? Go ahead. All right, word number one. Well, it's two words, technically. Body control. <laughs> Focus. All right. Word number two, anger. Negative. Word number three, competition. <laughs> Happy. Ah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and that kind of leads into my final word. Victory. I told you. <laughs> All about confidence. Did you guys feel that? Y'all felt that? confident he told us you know it, it's uh it, it's you know and and i thank my one of my greatest coaches um someone that I, I i truly miss you know if anyone out there have heard of coach howard davis jr that man defended uh helped me defend three of my world titles um I was with him until the very end of his passing, was there uh, through the ceremonies of his passings. Um, and one thing he's always said, and, and, and this is for your young folks out there and your older folks, age is just a number. Don't let anyone dictate who you are or what your life is going to be or what it is, you are to be in the driver's seat. Understand that life has many obstacles and many tribulations, but as long that you're positive within yourself and honest with yourself, and you're willing to put in the work and sacrifice all matters to fulfill that dream, then do it. You gotta respect that. You gotta respect that. Um, so uh, let's let people know how they can reach you if they have any questions or well, email, or whatever, whatever you want to plug before I close. Well, uh, you can contact me at teammusclebot at gmail.com. Um, you know, they can contact you. Um, yep, yep, uh, uh, I'm with you. They contact you, and then, uh, you know, they'll contact my manager. Um, but other than that, I, I'm very honored and privileged uh, to be on this podcast to talk to, you know, to people and, and let them understand that being positive, it's just great. It's a great blessing. Mm -hmm. And anger has no room whatsoever to be in within the football realm or in a combative sport realm. Um, it's okay to be uh, confident, yes, but the anger, no, 
understanding who you are and what you want to be, yes, you can. All right. You heard it first, sir. fellow teammates. Continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Evan Kujay with a triumphant comeback. More But tonight, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my peers. Put suckers in fear. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. Explosion. Overpowering. Over the competition. I'm towering. Wrecking shop. When I drop these lyrics that I make, you call the cops. Don't you dare stare. You 
Todd. Todd. Get upstairs and take out that garbage. <laughs>